0: now broadcasting live from the podcast palace on park street in beautiful and dangerous clearwater florida it's the comedians uncorked podcast and now here are your hosts tony god
1: and pat largo and welcome to the comedians uncorked podcast with tony god i'm your other co-host pat largo and uh, we got a lot It's our second one I, i'm so excited about this we did a little redecorating in the studio, and we got way more to come. So we're gonna take it some of your comments and some of your suggestions and stuff like that, and we'll go over that a little bit later. How to get in touch with us? But uh, lots going on in the show today, though. Uh, this is um, basically uh, we have uh, our, our uh, comedy news. We're gonna talk about a little bit later on. Uh, I know Tony, you brought up a story about Vin Diesel and his Fast and Furious. This is gonna be Fast and Furious, I believe, ten. Yeah. Uh, and something he wants to add or not add uh, to that particular uh, episode or franchise. Also, another big one, I didn't see this, fans petitioning uh, the producers of Wicked.
2: Yeah, I'm not too a, sure about that. That's a good story. <laughs> that's funny. Because
1: everyone's petitioning someone nowadays, so why wouldn't you do that with Wicked?
2: I don't know if it's so much of a comedy uh, story, but it's it's comedy we're going to find out. <laughs> and,
1: then, and then another one you got down here movies and TV shows coming soon, and a feel good story, uh, allegedly. Or is it? Well, we're going to wait and find it out. It could so be
2: suspicious. It, it could be feel good, or it could be something else.
1: It could be something else, like uh, one of our guests we're going to be having on here, uh, a Tampa comic who's uh, from the D.C. area a little bit later on. We're going to be uh, interviewing uh, via Zoom a man named John Jacobs, who's John been all over. And he's fun. Just just if, if you didn't even know he was a comedian, in my opinion, if you saw his just a picture of what he looks like, you'd be like, all right, he's got to be in entertainment somehow.
2: Yeah, you, you I- immediately know he's interesting. Exactly,
1: you don't know where he's going to be coming from, what angle or yeah. or what side, but you definitely look at him and go, he's something. He's he's not just working at the mall. Yeah, it's but uh, be interesting. So we got that going on. Oh, I'm going to do a, a big old um, where are they at a little bit later on for uh, cool. our our local area and the Tampa Bay area and Florida, but also another part of the country because it's great now being a podcast. We're around the world. We're going to be talking about different parts and different comedians and uh, comedy clubs uh, around the country. So we got that going on. And in the meantime, what's been going on with you uh, this week? Because i got a hell of a story that happened to me uh, just a few days ago. Oh, really? Yes.
2: Uh, well, do you want to share that first? Yeah, why not? Let's kick it off this let's, way. Let's share. Let's be terrorized first, and I'll bring you guys some good news.
1: Good, because this one... Well, this is. it's <laughs> kind of okay, but it's just something that happened to me. I was at a comedy club, Yeah. and I, we were doing a fundraiser show. Uh, this was a few days ago in the Tampa Bay area, <laughs> so we're doing a fundraiser show, and um, I'm outside real quick getting a drink and uh, and going to the bathroom. And normally that's my normal thing before I, I go on, and I just you know I just kind of stay away from you know I just do my own thing for a bit. And um, it's uh, I, I didn't hear the the people going on like like about the um, the fundraiser on stage before the comics went up. I didn't really hear it. I was okay. out of the room. No one informed me about anything. No one. We just went up. So. Uh, the host goes up, great, did great. Uh, the next guy goes up, great, Does t- 10 minutes or so, great. I go up, and I go, hey, uh, folks, so wh- where's, uh, where's so-and-so? And, and I mention this person's name, and they all looked at me. And then I did, like, a little joke about the business. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just deathly silence. <laughs> and that's Sorry. when I realized, she's dead. <laughs> that was so so I didn't realize it wasn't on the sign, wasn't in the signature, it wasn't anywhere on the promo flyer. Nobody told me. The host didn't tell me by the way, could have. Um, so this is a good moment of uh, too soon? No, no, it's a perfect moment. This is yeah, it's a great this is it cannot be soon enough. This is the example of too soon. Dude, This is, and it's never happened to me before. It's never happened to me. Um, You know, I like to always make sure I know what's going on. I never thought about asking, hey, is this person deceased or not? I didn't know. And apparently, allegedly, I guess the parents were in the audience when I said. But I didn't say anything joking about that. I was hoping someone would at least say, she's gone. I would have said, like, oh, but I mean, are you here in spirit at least? Just to try me. But I mean, like when I first said that, hey, is so-and-so here? She's not here. And they're all just like literally just. 60 people just staring at you. And I go, it oh, didn't go well. Wow. And then so the little jokey joke about the business, which wasn't a bad joke, it wasn't like a dirty type joke or anything, but again, 60 people just going like this. And I go, oh, must be dead. So then after the show, I'm just hanging out by the bar. I didn't want to be a part of it. I didn't want, yeah. everyone else did great. Everyone else did, you know, so... Because uh, I was co-headlining So the other headliner He did great I did good afterwards You know why? I brought him back With a big old Tampa Bay Buccaneer thing I'm like So where's my Buccaneer fans? Man, They're like yeah. yeah! I'm like Okay thank God That always cures death Right there so, <laughs> good, so,
2: good football team I, I resurrected myself
1: So <laughs> I'm at the bar I'm talking with one of the comics And he's like You know I go Yeah she's dead So then the host comes out And he goes Hey man I go Yeah I know She's dead so then he goes, Okay, you did great. So afterwards, I said, Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> then the headliner comes out, the co headliner comes out with his girlfriend. And he just taps me on the shoulder and he's rubbed my shoulder. And I turn back and I just look at him and I go, She's dead. It's like She's It was like dead. a Seinfeld episode. And he goes, <laughs> He just starts laughing. He goes, Oh, but you got him, Patty. You got him. You got him. <laughs> Dude, that was. You kept him in the game, man. The next 25 minutes or so was fantastic. And we, we had a great time. And thank God nobody walked out or wow. booed or said, Go screw yourself. or No, no one, thank God. Uh, oh, the, the owner's wife said, oh, you know, I go, yeah, I know, she's dead. I know that. And she goes, that's okay, it's a great group, they're always here, no one's mad. I'm like, okay, because I feel horrible, so I'm just going to stand here by the bar and have a drink and watch football because I don't want to be in the room with them.
2: Yeah, this is not good.
1: Now don't get dirty looking, and that's what happened to me, man, so I hope uh, your week was a little better.
2: Well, i just been busy, i just been uh, uh, working and uh, trying to get things prepared for some upcoming uh, shows and stuff, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got like a, I produce like one nighters and stuff like that. So uh, and I also do my own comedy. So I got a couple things coming up in the next couple weeks. We're uh, we're gonna be back over at uh, the Tipsy Bookworm Brewery in downtown Plant City, which okay. is and last one sold out. This one's mm-hmm. shaping up to sell out. It's on the 20th, and uh, yeah, it's been crazy. So I'm getting ready for that. Uh, got another thing coming up at the beginning of December. At the New World Brewery,
0: beautiful. And uh,
2: they brought me in to uh, to uh, run and, uh, to to run and produce an open mic for them. It's the New New World Laugh Lab. So we're uh, gonna be basically workshopping material. Comics gonna be doing their things over there. And I just got a couple more things in January booked. So I got a uh, I got a I got a one I'm producing and then one I'm in. Uh, just got, I got hired as a comic to be in so the other one I'm producing I got to book that one so things are yeah things are moving along man that's just great. trying to keep the keep the uh, wheels spinning
1: and this why is what we're doing this is what this is podcast is all about it's we love comedy and we love talking about you know Tony's also an actor I dabble a little bit we love talking about what's going on so and that's great especially you got one right before Thanksgiving like a little yeah. special right before just a few days yeah. before Thanksgiving which is really dope. I like and that. By
2: the way, speaking of Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. uh, the show, you know, our guest for that week—I I don't think I told you. No, uh, a Neary
1: attorney. No. Yes, she doesn't tell me shit. This Sorry, guy.
2: Yeah, we just—I she just uh, booked it for uh, so she'll be here the week of Thanksgiving. So that'll be our our Thanksgiving episode, and actually, will probably come out Thanksgiving Day. So that that'll be your thing to check out. Thanksgiving Day, you're hanging out having turkey or ham or whatever, you know, hate hating, uh, you know, our ancestors for invading, whatever.
1: Oh, I mean, the current family, whatever it takes, just get hey. out of the room and, and just, well, actually, this might bring you all together. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, some of them are always going to be that one drunk uncle or aunt and people talking about, po- screw politics and religion, that's always going to be here. But just just that day go, hey guys, do you want to get some funny stuff? Let's listen to the uh, Comedians Uncorked podcast. And that'll yeah. be about forty-five minutes to an hour or so of fun stuff. Then you go back to so hating. That'll each be other. a
2: good. That'll be a really good one. So Thanksgiving coming up is going to be pretty. Is going to be pretty cool. So.
1: Oh, dude, we're going to talk about the the K Funny Comedy Tour and stuff like that. So, I just got the light. I got the light. We got to wrap this up. I just want to say thank you real quick to uh, Julie Drolls Hagen <laughs> of Century 21 right here in Clearwater. <laughs> Give her a buzz for all your real estate needs 727-902-9233 or visit floridabeachbusiness.com. Thank you Julie Drolls Hagen with Century 21. Yes. Got the light. <laughs> Julie is awesome.
2: Thank you, Julie. We still got. We <laughs> gotta get. We still. She's very busy, so we, we're trying to get her uh, tracked down and, and get her in the studio. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think it's time to move on to some news.
1: Yeah. What do you got? Oh, the uh, the Vin Diesel stuff.
2: So this week, what I'm doing is uh, this week is pretty much heavy. Uh, is Hollywood centric with the news, some news stories uh, as far as like movies and so forth. Now the Vin Diesel story, I decided I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for the guests when we talk to John Jacobs because I, yeah. I pulled this story specifically because he is a huge Fast and Furious fan. Mm-hmm. So a lot of you guys may already heard the story. Vin Diesel uh, asking uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, to come back for Fast and Furious 10. Uh, so there's a whole thing about that, and everybody's been commenting on it. And there's there's so many ways to take that uh, that post. Because he posted this on Instagram, posted a statement on Instagram. But we'll get into it with our guests later, and we'll read the story. So make sure you stick around for that. But in the meantime, I would like to talk about the story about the uh, Wicked and the petition. So this hmm. is uh, fans petition producers to not pass James Corden in movie adaptation. Oh, you know I think. Okay, (laughs) the late late show's host, ubiquity, and previous misadventures in musicals such as Cats and The Prom have caused something of a backlash. So fans are petitioning the producers behind the movie adaptation of the hit musical Wicked to not cast James Corden. Uh, The petition, which was was posted on change.org, if you want to see it, Uh, it uh, goes directly to Universal, which is producing the film. And so far, it's gotten over 21,000 signatures. It simply states, this is what it says, James Corden in no way, shape, or form should be in or near the production of Wicked the Movie. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so,
1: That's the whole statement.
2: Yes. And now now I have seen Wicked, the Broadway um the touring uh, Broadway version of Wicked. It's awesome, man. It's a great uh it's a, a, a great uh, um musical on stage. Uh I am interested in seeing the movie because l- listen to this. Who else is in the movie? Uh, Ariana Grande is playing uh, one of the leads. Okay. That's enough for me right there. I'll go see her.
1: I mean, she got everything, especially one of the best singers. She, yeah, and everything she, she sings is a hit.
2: And she sings dirty songs.
1: Yeah, she sings dirty. Her songs,
2: songs. are all dirty, man. You She's, know what they are? They're wicked. <laughs> They're wicked. Nice, Ariana Grande is on brand.
1: (laughs) She's on brand. I mean, she's not. She's pretty. She's. I like her eyebrows.
2: (laughs) So I I thought that was funny. It's not like a You know, it's like well, James Corden is, uh, I guess, somewhat of a comedian with the late night, what have you.
1: Yeah, uh, and a good singer. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he can't sing. He sings when he does that segment on his show, right? When they're in the car singing
2: together. In the car singing. I think it's just that, uh, you know, he, he, I. Maybe he's just not... He I know that he loves musicals. Uh-huh. He loves Broadway and all that stuff. He, loves, he knows all the songs. But that doesn't mean that you're always... That doesn't mean you're right for the part, basically. You
1: well, know? that's true. I mean, yeah, of course.
2: Because that's what it comes down to. It's like, you know, he's got good intentions. And the people putting him in the films have good intentions, I suppose. Either that or they think he's going to draw more of an audience. But, obviously... He's not hitting the mark for the audience, you know, so they're like, yeah, come on, man.
1: I would like to know who might be, uh, if he's not doing it, who would be doing it?
2: That's a good question. Who would, but I don't even know what role would he play, though. That's the thing. They didn't even wait for him to be given a role or an option. They were like, look, just don't do it.
1: I think, I think it's just so hilarious nowadays. People are just so up in arms about everything, how they can do And I love that one-sentence statement, just in any shape or form, just don't. Yeah, just just, just cancel him. his ass out now.
2: Just don't put him in it, please. I, it's
1: just a shame. But uh, <laughs> now you know what? Seriously, and I've never seen Wicked. Now I want him to be in it, just to spite those just bastards. And I mean that in things. the nicest possible way. Yeah. But I mean, just but like you said, you already got Ariana Grande, which is fantastic.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, the um, thing is she and she was, you know, it's not like she hasn't been an actress before. She was a Nickelodeon and all that stuff back in the day before she took off with her music. So she's, you know, yeah. she's an actress and she's an awesome singer. She's got crazy range, mm-hmm. man. So it's like that would be really cool. I think that's a good casting right there. That's a good call. Uh, so the next story, this is a... Um, this could be a feel-good story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it at face value for now. But this is a story uh, about Will Smith. Will Smith. Uh-huh. The sources say Will Smith shelled out bonuses to King Richard co-stars after Warner Media pivoted to day and date releases for its 2021 slate, the star and producer opened up his checkbook to compensate his fellow actors who were impacted financially by the lost theatrical returns. So this story says, uh, WarnerMedia CEO Jason Killer opted to launch the studio's 2021 theatrical slate day and date in theaters and on streaming service HBO Max It had to rush to offer top-tier talent make goods for lost theatrical returns. Basically, what they did was instead of like uh, releasing the movie in the theaters first, uh, and then there's there's a period between that before it before it's released on streaming or downloads, Uh so people would have to go to the theater. Right. They decided to do it day of the same day, so they're releasing it in theaters. And on streaming the same
1: day. Simultaneously, yeah.
2: So, okay. what happens is these actors, they have, the, in their contracts, they have like bonuses and like tiers of, uh, of pay, of bonus pay based on the revenue generated in theaters or attendance, that kind of thing. So, if you release it in, at home, a lot of people aren't going to go to the theaters. So, these people are going to mm-hmm. miss out on their bonus. But you know who doesn't miss out are the executives. Okay, right. It doesn't affect their money. You that's, know?
1: A, that's America right there. So that's, that's just it.
2: And that's the problem. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read a little bit more of this. Will Smith, who produced and stars in the upcoming King Richard as the father of tennis superstar Venus and Serena Williams, took it a step further, shelling out his own money to his co star. Uh, this is the true Hol- the, the Hollywood Reporter confirmed with two sources close to the film. Uh, it says, Will Smith made as much as $40 million and then personally wrote checks to the cast, which includes Sonia Sidney and Demi Singleton, who played Venus and Serena, uh, Tony Goldwyn, John Bethan, and, and Joanna Ellis. I believe that's the name. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they asked uh, Will Smith. A rep for Will Smith had no comments about this. One of his co-stars said he his generosity was expressed regularly on set, and uh, he actually also gave. This is also this is another quote. He also gave us iPhone 12 Pro Max gifts in boxes. Will Smith is a blessing. I learned so much from working with him. Uh, King Richard opens November 19th. Now that sounds like a feel-good story.
1: And it mentioned they was also rapping for them live, the opening for The Prince of (laughs) Bel-Air. Every day before shooting and after shooting, which is, that's a bonus right there. There it
2: is, a performance. That's That's a a rap legend, an
1: icon. And it was even no DJ Jazzy Jeff. He was just Prince just doing acapella.
2: Of course what this means is that these people, that may be their only... that may be like a one-time payment. Uh, I guess that would be kind of equivalent to like a buyout because they're not going to get get the back end that they were anticipating or they agreed to in their contract because the studio decided to release it the same day.
1: Now, you see, that. I don't know much about that kind of jargon because you're, you're way more into the acting world than I am, but when you sign stuff, right, and like so, I mean, that could keep happening all the time then. Now, if you sign your contracts and you know, oh, this is going to go in theaters for now, I know we had the whole COVID thing and theaters were non-existent for a while, but don't you sign stuff knowing... Well,
2: this is, well, that's the whole like, thing. This is where that whole thing with Scarlett Johansson came in to play. You know, Scarlett Johansson sued, uh, sued. Uh, was it Marvel Studios?
1: Oh, did
2: she? Oh, she sued Disney. Oh, okay. Because they did the same thing. They released her movie, Black Widow's, on streaming the same time and she had deals yeah so she took them to court and they paid her out they had to because they lost the case so now that's what that's what will smith is trying to avoid with this because because all the a lot of these contracts were negotiated prior to the pandemic so movies were still coming out i mean this is like a couple so it's it, it you're going to see movies that were agreed to a couple of years ago now are starting to uh, see the consequences of that. The contracts are starting to play out. Yeah. So you're going to start to see a shift in how they write the contracts uh, and how they negotiate. You know, so there's going to be, I would say, there's going to be less back end than there than uh, than before. So you'll get yeah. paid more up front. And you'll you'll have to expect less as far as uh, as uh, uh, what you call
1: it. Uh, well, yeah, like bonuses for for uh, theater stuff because people, like you said, nowadays and, and people are so comfortable now, just staying at home.
2: Yeah. Well, know. yeah. So so you're, uh, you'll get less residuals or, yeah. or smaller residuals than than previous, which was one of the th- which was another issue because of the streaming services that came on so quickly. Contracts weren't updated, so people weren't really getting back end off of streaming. Uh-huh. So somebody like people are binge watching a show because they love it so much. It's on streaming. Well, those people that you love so much, they're not getting paid over and over because you're watching it over and over. Right. They got paid out, and that's it. So that's one of the things that's being uh, renegotiated in these contracts. It's like, look, you're not even giving us the data. We can't even tell. You know how how long this thing's uh, been uh, how how many times it's been viewed. We don't even know how many people have watched it. Where these uh, viewers are coming from? You're not giving us any information. That was the the uh, like Netflix was holding back all that information before, and they still do. They don't really uh, they don't really tell you all that stuff. So you know that's that's their right. That's their thing. But you know it's like you it makes it harder to negotiate, renegotiate, and you know. Expect to get paid well. It's a tough
1: business, baby.
2: Yeah, but that's why people are getting
1: paid up front now. Get paid up front, and I'm just when you brought up Scarlett Johansson. Didn't she the one going out with uh, Colin Jost from SNL?
2: Yeah. God, how did he? And he just had a baby. How did he get that? I
1: don't know. Now don't get me wrong. And and, uh, lucky son of a bitch, dude, good-looking guy, funny, right? He's got great hair. I love that SNL segment. I love him and and Che. But Scarlett Johansson, he got to see that naked. And I'm, I'm being serious. He still does, man. He still does. He got to see that. He got to impregnate her. Oh Jesus! What? He got to. (laughs) He got to do that. He got to leave it in.
2: He got to leave it in. (laughs) I mean. Well, you know, you realize that she could probably kick your ass. She's gotten so much training.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her like Angelina Jolie, those those kind I, of right. ladies. That they know how to fight. But I mean, I'm just saying though. You're gorgeous.
2: Don't kill me. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, this hearing her, and notice I didn't say um, uh, ScarJo. I hate, I hate uh, uh, yeah. initials. I hate abbreviations like that. Yeah. So yeah, Scarlett Johansson. But uh, yeah, she's hot, man. But anyway, now, I'm sorry for that. Did not get paid for. I know. Well, getting back to what Will Smith did, if he did bonus them out from his own pocket, then kudos to him.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a that's, that's cool. a yeah, I mean that's a, a pretty big move. I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, he made a lot of money, yeah. but the thing is he was he's trying to spread the wealth to people that did their job and uh, you know, yeah, they deserve that. So well, yeah, he I think that's that's the right thing to do. If if you can afford it, that's the right thing to do.
1: He could have done the dick move and it, he didn't have to, did yeah. he? No. So he could have just been to Will Smith, you know, just did a dick move and go, I, yeah. guys. I'm, I'm sorry, it's, you know, the world's changing. Yeah. But he said, hey, let me hook you guys. Let me tip you guys out a little bit. Well, and that's
2: nice. There's a handful. Of, there's a handful of actors that do things like that in order to uh, make the project work. Yeah. Or even bring in a bigger name. They'll take it. They'll take a cut. Like Keanu Reeves did that. Yep. Devil's Advocate, just to get uh, Al Pacino on. Which was brilliant. I mean, I, I I thought it was a great movie. I, I love Al Pacino in that movie. Mm-hmm. That was so, that was awesome.
1: It's like the sports world. Like like yeah. Brady, those guys, they have such an ex- exorbitant contract, but they would go, yeah. okay, to make our salary cap work, and they will restructure and yeah. take less money to get a either the player they want to get on the team or to be able to have more salary cap to be able to pay free yeah. agents or the draft pick. So yeah. it's a team, it's a team thing. I was going to say Kiana before you said it. I, I was thinking of it, because that's the kind of guy... That guy, yeah. he does no wrong.
2: Yeah, he's hard, Yeah, it's hard to find uh, anything negative to say about Keanu. Nothing. <laughs> I can't yeah, think of anything. I, There's I, nothing I, to say about that.
1: I, I'll give you a quick Keanu story that I had. When Pat Largo was a, a stand-in way back in 1990 for an HBO movie called Judgment. Oh. I was Keith Carradine's stand-in. I got hired, yeah, nice. by Kathy McLaughlin. She was a, a yeah, casting yeah. director and acting teacher here in the Tampa Bay area. I've auditioned for her right? before. Yeah. Just great person. Like, she'd yeah. get on your ass, too, right? But yeah. she was very just knowledgeable. She cared about it. So I remember I came home one day, and I had a good old... This is 1990. I was 19 going on 20. So this is like February of 1990. And um, uh, I, I get a, a message on the old answering machine. That's all we had. And she goes... Pat, this is Kathy McLaughlin. Give me a call right now. We have a thank you to be a, a standard for Keith Carradine for HBO. Hurry up, call me. And she, I think she left like three or four messages. So I call her back. Yes, yes. Um, you, you They said you look like him, and you're about the same height. And and they're doing a, a movie called Judgment in Bartow, Florida, uh, which was about a almost a two-hour ride from my house, which I had to do uh, almost six days a week. You know, so it was. Uh, but I tell you that to tell you this, we had people. Coming to the set to have lunch sometimes, just so we ha- we have uh, like Rob Lowe. Yeah.
2: came oh, to the nice. set, <laughs> and this was
1: right off of his sex videotape. Oh no! De- <laughs> this is back. This is 1990, folks. This was no like video on your phone. This yeah. was literally you had to make a, a tape. And that's how. So he yeah. got busted
2: to go viral. Then right. you had to be on the news. You
1: that that was viral. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There was no uh, internet, no worldwide web. Yeah. And he was talking. He walked right by me. We said hi. And he's just. It he was a great looking guy. I mean, he's still now. But imagine them thirty yeah. years ago. It's a fantastic looking dude.
2: Literally. Literally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on because uh, um, because her mom. Uh, I'm blanking on her mom now. Uh, Her mom uh, uh, was on uh, a part of the movie. She played Carradine's wife. And a young Gwyneth Paltrow was having lunch. But this one day, this dude's got his back turned towards us, and he's with somebody at the craft services table. He's having lunch. And we're like, God, even from behind, that dude looks familiar because he had, like, the shoulder-length, black, straight, black hair, you know? And we're like, who's that? And even then, they were just coming off the Bill and Ted's Uh, uh, Big Event or Excellent Adventure. That was, like, the first one. So even then, no one knew how to – they're like – I think that's that Keanu guy. No one know how to pronounce people his didn't name. didn't
2: know how to say his name. Yeah. yeah.
1: So one saw, so of course, a girl. She's like, "Oh, is that Keanu Reeves?" And I'm like, "That's Keanu Reeves." So I didn't go over <laughs> and say hi, but he did turn around, like he smiled at people real quick. And I'm like, "Wow!" Because this is 1990. This is when it, this is such a young yeah. Keanu. This is the Bill and Ted's thing. Go check it out if you haven't ever watched wow. it. And I believe aren't they making or already have made another one? Him and the original guy.
2: Yeah, they made a part. Yeah, they made a part three. I haven't seen it yet. Me either. Uh, I mean, I didn't hear like great things about yeah. it, but I mean, if you're if you're a fan, then I mean, you'll probably appreciate it. So I mean, I I'm sure I'll check it out eventually. But yeah, yeah, it's it's made, it's out there now. Okay, yeah.
1: good. To, I'll check my box. Yeah. I got the Redbox thing at home, the streaming at, at, at Redbox yeah. at home, which I like. But yeah, because I mean, just to see those guys 30 years later, and I totally forgot about that <laughs> until we brought it up. But but that was my big piano story. But no, he was nice back then. He's amazing now. So it's just, but good for him. Good for Will Smith. I wish you'd see more people like that. Just stepping up and going, hey, you know what? This is the right thing to do, or even if it's not, I'm doing this.
2: Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. Uh, You you gotta. I mean, I think that was a good call. That was a good call. Hopefully, that that was it. Was all good intentions, and everybody did well. Uh, But that's one of those things you'll probably hear more of as we go along. Uh, The uh, contracts, issues with streaming and Mm -hmm. theatrical release. As far as movies in the past, anything going forward, I'm sure they've already they've already uh, readjusted the contracts, so all that stuff. But now I want to talk about some movies, Uh comedy movies that are coming out. They're in pre-production, so these are about to start uh, getting into production. So I got eight films here, or eight TV shows and films, and uh, so I'm going to run down and and uh, I'm sure you're going to start to see a pattern in some of these okay. as we go. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, so the first one they are coming out with a, a Sesame Street movie that's in pre-production, and uh, Anne Hathaway is going to be in that, and Chance the Rapper. So that should be pretty cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's an untitled The Munsters reboot, which is going that. to be yeah, that's going to be uh, a Rob Zombie. Production. Oh,
1: good. Okay. Okay. That'll be done. Good, I think.
2: That's going to be a movie, Little Shop of Horrors, a movie. So that's going to be another one. That one's got Scarlett Johansson. (sighs) Scarlett Johansson and that Chris Evans is as well. Mm, Okay. So I'd I'd like to see that one. Although the the other one uh, that I saw before, the the old one with Steve Martin and these guys Meatloaf, Mm -hmm. that was hilarious. That was a great film. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's the that's classic. That's that's, a, yeah. that's right there. You can't. When you just say Meatloaf and Steve Martin, Yeah, that's it.
2: Teen Wolf, the movie. Wow. It's going to be It's in uh, pre-productions. This is a TV movie. Now, this, I thought, you know, it made me think of uh, the one with Michael J. Fox. Yes. Yeah. But, as it turns out, this is actually based on the TV show that came out a few years ago. Which I never even saw. Obviously, it's not even my demographic. I never knew. Yeah. But in that movie, uh, they have attached to it is Orny Adams, comedian Orny Adams. Wow. Because apparently in the, in the uh, series, he was the coach, like the school coach or whatever.
1: Oh, I did so, not know that. So, I didn't either. I would so. go back and see it just to see him in that. I Orny Adams, I know, yeah. he's a character, man. Yeah, you know,
2: he, he's got to have a good take on that coach, you know. So it's like, I'd, I'd love to go back and see some old episodes. I'm
1: gonna
2: write that down. Uh, that 90s show, which is a spinoff of Guess What? That 70s show. That 70s show, show right. So okay, this is going gonna... to be a TV series. Now, this is going to be basically the grandkids of uh, whats his face uh
1: yeah, the main character I, Yeah, I, I, what's his face I know uh, the tall good Donna looking yeah. faces. Yeah. So
2: it's gonna be red and uh I can't remember the mom's name. But they're the one they're gonna be back for that as the grandparents guiding the grandkids and so you're gonna see a new group of kids basically. So
1: and in okay. the nineties.
2: Yeah, I'll see let's see how accurate that is.
1: I want. I do want to see that because that's 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 a, a good part of our life right there. That's like a bull. I'm still kind of young, a very young, going into being kind of older but matures. I want to see how they portray stuff.
2: Yeah, you it's know. always interesting. You go back and you like, Ah, that's not quite accurate. All right, here goes one that's very interesting. I don't even. I'm not even sure if I, if this is going to be good or bad, but it's going to exist. Oh, the geez. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special.
1: Sounds like some kids I know.
2: And that's, that's going to have Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel. Well, oh, Vin Diesel, they they already know each other.
1: We already talked about that.
2: I know. We talked
1: about. So uh, <laughs> that's, uh, well, first off, and a big shout-out to Dave Bautista, another Tampa wrestler who, who's made it big in the movie, so I'm happy for him. Now, this is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what what number is this one?
2: Well, this isn't, no, this is, oh. this is a holiday special. So it's a holiday special. So apparently it's, gonna, oh. uh, it's listed as a movie. Okay. And it's listed for 2022. All right. So apparently this is probably going to come out the end of next year. Next year, yeah. Uh, The next one, Bad Boys 4. Oh, are they really? Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Columbia Pictures is releasing Bad Bad Boys 4. It looks like they are on board. And the last one.
1: Well, real quick, did you see three?
2: I did not see three. I did. Did you like and it? I
1: did. I, I mean, it's you know how it is. It's it's.
2: Oh, well, it's got over a, it, the top. But yeah. I mean,
1: but I, it was good, and I'm glad because the last one. Uh, God, when was that? Was that uh, ninety? The first one thing was like ninety five or sixth, right? Yeah, yeah. The second was one early. was just a few years later, like literally either ninety nine or two, like somewhere. Yeah, it very was a, quick.
2: Yeah, it was like a couple years later, so it yeah. wasn't like a, you know too far out.
1: And then this one was just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, like twenty and years later. I did like it. I, I, they look great. I love the cast. The movie, like I said, I, it's always a far-fetched thing with them. But the the the, the, the comedy, the violence, the the story, and yeah. then it just kind of gave me the idea that maybe they're kind of now so much older. You know, I'm not giving away stuff, but one of them may have been like, okay, maybe I'm done. I'm like, okay, they're going to ride off into the sunset. And I'm, I didn't even think about oh I could go for a four yeah but now yeah. you just said there so that's a definite that's going to be coming out it's huh? like, it's, yeah well wow. it, it's in
2: pre-production so they I mean okay. they haven't started the actual production but everything is a go so okay. they're green lit interesting okay so the last one is a, a TV series for MacGruber which uh, and that's going to have Kirsten Wig Sam Elliott Ryan Phillips, Magru- you ever see that movie MacGr Magruger- MacGruber? It was the uh, a spinoff from the character that the guy had on uh, SNL, Saturday Night Live.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, he's like a, a, a undercover a detective or whatever. Or like a, <laughs> it's like Mag- He's supposed to be like MacGyver. You like know? a
1: MacGyver. Okay, because yeah. oh, okay. I was thinking about some so, other '80s show with a with a funny detective thing back in the day. I forget the name of that, but. Uh, all right, that one, uh, yeah. That I mean, I don't know, man. With Kristen Wiig, I like Wig. Yeah, I do.
2: I don't um, know if that's gonna. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I mean, that's gonna be iffy. But so, what do you what What did you find in common with all of these things?
1: Well, a lot of uh, well, well, like sequels and and, 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 <laughs> sequels, and sequels and reboots, yeah. Which means, who's out of ideas? Is it
2: everybody's out of ideas in Hollywood, apparently?
1: And because you can't do like based on or, or do true stories anymore, because you'll get sued because people will be um, offended. Or you got to get you got to do- get
2: their rights to yeah. do it though. <laughs> you got to get
1: that. You can't. You have to do reboots on on shows that are safe. Because if you just try to be creative now and do anything that people are going to be triggered by. Then uh, they're gonna yeah. say to hell with your uh, movie and shove it up your ass. So yeah, but everything I, mean, uh, I will I do want to see the Rob Zombie um, reboot of the of the monsters. I want to see what he what touch he puts on it.
2: I think that would that would be interesting. I um, I check that out. Little Shop of Horrors, of course. Yeah, I would definitely anything with like uh, with Scarlett Johansson. I'm a like a, I've always been a fan uh, ever since she was in one of my favorite movies way back, uh, Eight Legged Freaks. Oh my. The yeah, yeah,
1: with uh Carrie Wuwer.
2: Yep, yeah. And, uh, and, exactly, uh, and what's yeah. his
1: face? The other guy uh, who um, was um, he was married to Courtney Cox, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh David Arquette. David Arquette. Uh yeah, Rick Overton, the comedian. He he was the uh uh deputy.
1: That's fun. Eight-legged. Free. If you haven't seen it, it's just yeah, over the top. That is great. It's a great, it's a funny movie. It's
2: campy, campy yes. horror movie yeah. with the you know like the 50s uh, style, you know, like the uh, giant spiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, it's, yeah, it's it's a great... It's fun, It's, it's man. a fun
1: one. And remember, it came out because of the um, one of the new Spider-Man was coming out at the time. Yeah, and that. he drops
2: a line. It's yeah. a spider, man. It's a
1: spider, man. Right? Yeah, so they were yeah. going out head-to-head against that. Well, that I was
2: mean, Rick Overton who dropped that line. He's, okay. He's a comedian, so, yeah.
1: Now, I see. now i got to watch this again because I forgot that Scarlet Johansson... I mean, I'm, I'm sure once well, she's, I see it, she's but... the
2: daughter, so it's like she... Like uh yeah, I mean you're not like she's she's kinda like a supporting you oh know, okay. I mean the lead's gonna be uh Kari Wurr and uh David uh, Arquette. Arquette yeah. But she's her daughter. So she like her uh, and uh, the the other ki- the other kid, uh-huh. you know, like they're you know, the the teens in the movie. So they're off, you know, riding the dirt bikes and, you know, messing around, screwing around. Okay. So that's that's where that whole story is. So it's like, she's the teenage, uh, her and the other guy are the, like, they're the teenage uh, kids in the film. Then there's a younger brother who's, you know, that's for the for the little kids, you know. So every every age group is represented, represented you know. Right. But yes, yeah, okay. so, yeah, but that's like, uh, like that was one of my favorite movies. So it's like I was like, Oh ever since then, everything I saw, is, I I would watch pretty much. I still haven't seen Black Widow though. I gotta. Say that I haven't seen that
1: yet. Me either, actually. So yeah, we should watch it together. I, I swear,
2: I swear, Scarlett, we're fans. I, I know, just, no,
1: I, mean, <laughs> I I like her too. But that's so funny. I forgot that she was in that. Just you used to you yeah. to say one of my favorite movies. I'm expecting something big. I'm like that.
2: That's a great movie. No, it, it didn't suck.
1: I want people to go watch it. If you have, awesome. if, yeah, if you have it, yeah. You know, don't worry about if you're if you're squeamish with spiders. They're almost like kind of funny. They just they're like oh we're getting the light. We got to go on. We got okay. Wrap it up. We got...
2: I <laughs> love the light! It's time to move on. That's right. We got a, we got a special guest today.
1: Oh, yes. This man right here, uh, it, it's great because he resides uh, locally right here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, he's a, uh, uh, an actor, definitely an on-screen personality, uh, a great stand-up comedian. I'll let you introduce him.
2: Folks, say hello to Mr. John Jacobs.
0: My therapist told me, John, you've been coming here for two months, and I haven't seen any change in your behavior. And I was like, oh, well, I guess you're fired. I'm friends with a chick who's a social medium. She can talk to deleted Twitter accounts. I look like Jesus came back, but he forgot why. I look like Aquaman grew up in a swamp. That's pretty good, all right, I gotta laugh. We're doing stand-up, it's funny at moments. You just came at the wrong six seconds. I said, there we go, got him on the back end. I'm on TikTok. You'd be surprised how much people actually enjoy this. This hurts me more than it hurts you. What's up, man? Yeah. How you doing? I'm fucking dying, bro. I'm just putting doing? on another cold wrap.
2: Oh man. Yeah. So, yes. is this like you're really gonna? Are you like really gonna die? Because if like you know, we got <laughs> dude, this an exclusive. Is...
0: Yeah, this is the worst cold of my life. dude. Is it's it been brutal
2: or is it the Corona?
0: I know. I hope it's not Corona. I mean, I already had that, so I don't think it is. It doesn't oh. feel like it.
1: John Jacobs oh. rolling with the Rona.
0: I know it. Uh, Yeah. And the, and the fucked up thing. Am I allowed to curse on here? Of course. Yeah. All right. The most messed up part is uh, I, I can't really lay down. When I lay down, all the pressure goes to my head so I can, I can only really fall asleep sitting up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like passing out, sitting on the couch.
2: It's like uh, like if you were a pirate, a drunk pirate.
1: Yeah, it is like that.
2: You can only sleep sitting up. Uh
1: I've been (laughs) I've been doing that. I'm not even sick, man. I've been laying in my recliner recently because sometimes I get these like anxiety shit going on, and like I feel like laying down. I just feel like I need to be up immediately and like out of the house and like walk around before I lose my mind. So I've been literally just sleeping. My bed's perfectly fine. Just got to sleep in the recliner for a while because I'm a little bit fucked up in the head.
0: Very nervous. I hear you, man. Isn't that great? Do you ever hear the origin of the phrase hangover? What is it? Oh, I forgot. So uh, sailors and stuff, the, the lowest form of accommodation like a hotel was for a couple cents. You could just pass out across a rope. So, so there'd be a whole bunch of sailors just hanging over a rope, and that's where the phrase "hangover" came. How from. did that wow. business die? <laughs> that I, business I know, I know. Die? those are some tough guys. I guess yeah. To be like, fuck it, dude, I'm passing out on a rope tonight.
1: It's like you're going home. Nope. No. Yeah. I'm going nope. over that rope there. This is the this yeah, is the best rope up. I've ever hung on or hung over. Yeah.
2: So I guess we yeah, should I, we should uh, I, uh, introduce our guest.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. Make it official.
2: Well, well, as you may have uh, seen uh, before the interview kicked in, uh, the little clip of uh, John Jacobs and on his TikTok. <laughs> is- yeah, man,
0: I'm a TikTok kid. I don't know how it happened,
2: <laughs> man. So, so you know, we have to talk to you about your uh, vast career.
0: Sure, that's for been sure. Going
2: on, you're very, uh, uh, and actually, I, I saved a story. I say one of the news stories I told you, I was going to save a story for you because yeah. I wanted to get your official comment because you're such for a sure. fan. Oh, hell yeah. But before we get to the story, let's run down the career of John Jacobs.
0: Yeah. Well, now, I think- you,
2: you started, you started, I, I got to get this stuff in before you die.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you were at the first improv, Mike. You were there.
2: <laughs> well, well, when you came de- when you came to Tampa, but you started yeah. in uh, D.C., right?
0: Yeah, started in D.C.
2: So now, now uh, compare the scenes. Like when you started, what was the scene like there, compared to how what you've gone through in the past few years?
0: Um, I'd say the Tampa scene is much more wild than the D.C. scene yeah I'd say the d c scene you know everybody's kind of got a an air of you know importance everybody thinks they're smart everybody you know <laughs> everybody's yeah. a little elite up there, so the rooms are can sometimes be a little pompous but did yeah and, have, kind of, uh, uh,
2: just, like when you were up there when you were doing uh uh work up there when you when you were going on stage, did you ever run into like um politicians kids trying to do comedy and things like that?
0: No, we did have a congressman's daughter in my high school, though.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Did she think she was funny? That's
1: cool. No. no. <laughs>
0: and I'm going shame, though. I actually had a, a video. I had a video of the congressman's daughter, underage drunk, throwing up on a
1: subway. Oh.
0: <laughs> and, uh, I know. And then I lost that phone. And that would have oh. been worth
1: a million dollars. I was, was, was going to say, there's no time for comment. Chicks like that are probably, they're like blowing everybody know, in the school bathrooms, those dirty, dirty whores. You
2: had leverage. You had
0: scandal material. No,
1: I had it all. <laughs> no, not anymore. Now it's someone's got it. Some dope dealer in DC has it.
0: Yeah, somebody else has no idea who <laughs> yeah. it is, but they just have a video on a phone of a girl wasted well, on a subway train.
1: What's, what's her name? Tell us her name. Just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not saying I'm, that. I'm I know. 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 Look <laughs> her up on Facebook. They're going to come yeah. to my house. She's yeah, still no, she's still blowing people in high schools and she's thirty three. <laughs> Probably. God, man. <laughs> so uh
2: about uh the, the TV shows. I remember when you submitted for those yeah. shows, like you submitted uh for Are You the One? It's like yeah. it was a it was a brand new show. So nobody even heard of it. So everybody's kinda like, oh, is this gonna be another kind of, you know, wild, wacky show? Yeah. But it was yeah. But, <laughs> it was. but what was we that experience what like, it was. Man. was that like your first big uh tv experience
0: yeah that was my first big tv experience i'd say it was like being on spring break for like two months straight you know just wasted yeah they they just they had a notebook in the house and they said write down anything you want in the notebook and we'll get it here so that was pretty cool wow down Bud light lime you know tequila we wrote down uh we wrote down a basketball hoop. They got a full-size basketball hoop. Oh
2: my it. god! Wow.
0: Yeah, we're like anyway, we're stuck on. A,
2: anybody yeah, write like down anything they wouldn't they wouldn't get?
0: Um, I don't know. So, so one girl was was into like some fancy kombucha, and oh. we, like we were on we were on island in Hawaii. So I don't know where the hell they got this kombucha from, but they'd get her like one a week.
2: Oh my God, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. shabby. Thumbs yeah. up on MTV, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what? Take us back. What? Um. What? What year was this? What were we looking at when you were doing this?
0: This was 2014 okay. that I did.
1: Are you the one? Wow. And then you know,
0: the, the real exciting part was just last year they put it on Netflix.
2: Yeah, that was, huge. That now, was big did you get me. like a huge response from that alone, from, re- from
0: the, yeah, one? it was, it was a bigger response than the uh, initial release, because, you know, when it came out the first time, it was on MTV, and, you know, you got to tune into the time, you got to like, schedule time to sit down you and couldn't watch binge
2: it. it. You couldn't yeah. binge it, you couldn't binge you know, it's like, now you <laughs> can binge like, watch.
0: Yeah, plus like MTV, everybody, you know, naturally thinks it's a novelty anyway. Yeah. So, but but to get on Netflix now, it's like, oh wow, you know, this is a serious thing.
2: Yeah, that and then yeah, yeah you did uh, the challenge after that.
0: Yeah, I did the challenge after that. That would have been 2015, and that experience was completely different. No, you know, no notebooks with stuff, because because yeah. uh, the, the season I sorry the season I was on was uh, season 26, so it was like you know they had been around the block by the time I got on it. So, you know, it was way stricter. They had learned
1: from all their mistakes. Now, r- real quick, John, take us back. Like, walk people through that for the challenge. What, what did that entail?
0: Yeah, the challenge is kind of more like Survivor, but with MTV folks. So, yeah, it was more intense challenges. The first day, our challenge was we had to, like, be suspended between the two tallest buildings in Panama. Oh, my. Goodness. And that was pretty wild. Okay. So, So that That was exciting.
2: How many waivers did you have to sign for that? Oh,
0: all of it. Yeah, they say, like, if you die, that's on you. Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: You don't get to be a part of the reunion show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're going to have an in-memoriam.
1: Yeah, right, right. The, the, those who we lost this past season. In yeah, season yeah. 26. And
2: they show the clip of you falling. Yeah, yeah. I know. And falling
1: down
0: in slow becomes motion. It becomes a meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a meme. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: That's yeah. awesome.
2: So, uh, now you've been doing, uh, you kind of actually been doing exactly what you said you were going to do. Like, the the first time I met you, you know like uh when you started talking about comedy you said that you wanted to make videos yeah put them on put them online for people to watch and and have fun with and yeah. that's exactly what you've been doing <laughs>
0: yeah. so like
2: how many like you like you've made uh several specials and short films already uh which one is has been your favorite experience yeah dude i
0: oh man uh the the Jesus stand up special was a really exciting project, yeah, because that one was a little bit scary at times to like perform as Jesus in like a crowded comedy club because it's like you know people could get offended by that, some people not might not understand the humor
2: I think the last time I saw somebody do something like that was um david cross oh yeah have you seen that? oh yeah he did things like Jesus this is lately? like yeah, way back probably like early 90s maybe. But yeah, this is like Oh wow. He did, no, yeah, it's did a variation it's completely different than what you're doing, but it was a variation of Jesus, yeah. you know, uh <laughs> on stage so. Wow. But that's like, you know, I haven't seen anybody else really tackle that, you know, like that.
1: I actually have
0: a a continuation of the Jesus pr- uh, idea that I'm working on right now. I'm actually I've commissioned somebody to build a life-size crucifix. And I'm going to do stand-up hung up on the cross, and it's going to be called dying on the cross.
1: <laughs> Interns will do every, anything for you, even build a crucifix. I think you should just
2: find a really huge person and have yeah. them be the cross. Yeah, yeah giant yeah. that a just human, holds you up. A human no cross point. just holding you
1: up. <laughs> yeah, but before the, we... Before we get to this incredible idea you just had right there, and before the lightning strikes us here in the studio, uh-huh. what, what gave you the, this inspiration or idea to do this?
0: Well, uh, I, I believe in Jesus. And, uh, you know, I've, I, I've never seen a, a portrayal that, I don't know, I really liked. And I wanted to do one that, you know, kind of felt like what it would be like if he just got thrown back here and was told to do stand-up. Because mm-hmm. the jokes are positive jokes. Like I'm not bashing religion. I'm not trying to, you know, say mean things about Jesus. It's all like historically accurate jokes, and you know, lighthearted, fun, fun zingers. So, I, yeah.
1: uh, I caught you doing some uh, months ago when I watched you at um, uh, at Snappers Comedy Club in Palm Harbor. I believe you're oh, doing God. a little bit of that on set. So you were doing your own set, but then you did some religious jokes, but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't blasphemous at all. I, yeah. think,
2: I think the reaction is, uh, uh, when people react in, in a negative way, it's more like the cynicism of the world as opposed to, it's because this is how they're reading it.
1: Right. This yeah.
2: taking it. So everything's a trigger word now.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Some people just hear a concept and they don't even give it a chance. They just write it off immediately. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Did you but- see
0: uh, Bobby Katie got in trouble? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, he he did uh, like Holocaust jokes at Snappers, and a woman wrote a long a long post about it and tagged him, and like everybody's jumping in, like yeah, that's messed up. You should have just walked out. And Bobby responded and was like, you know, you're butchering my jokes. You didn't even get it right. But, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I, I think I think Snappers is on the side of Bobby, so that's good. Yeah. But but yeah, man, I haven't seen a you know a long scathing review of a comedy club in a while.
2: Well, right now it's it's that pivotal moment where um, comics, I should say comedians, because comics to me are just people that want to make people laugh. Comedians are people that want to make people laugh at what they think is funny.
0: Sure, sure. So
2: I think this is the moment where uh, comedians. Well, it was propelled with Chappelle. You know, comedians have to stand up and say, look. This is this is freedom of speech. It's yeah. like just because you disagree with the idea doesn't mean you get to dismiss my life, you know? Yeah. You don't get to destroy me because of that. Because if I yeah. did if I disagreed with everything you said, you'd never get to leave the house.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: I think that's where we're at, but uh I mean that being said, I'm I'm curious as to who a couple of your influences are because to me like watching what you've been doing. I don't know if you're aware of it or maybe you are intentionally, but, uh, it's kind of reflective. Like when you go out and do the, uh, the stuff in the street, like, you know, you're out there really, you know, you're not trying to shock people. You're just, just being out in the street, doing it. Yeah, It's very reminiscent of like Andy coffin to me. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I mean, is that like an influence in what you've been doing?
0: Well, uh, Oh, man. So I just did one two days ago. I don't know if you saw the pictures I posted, yeah. but I, I did stand up as the Marvel character Loki <laughs> from the back of a moving pickup truck. And that shit was, you know, a rush. And I think at this point, I like pushing the boundaries of stuff that hasn't been done yet. You know, I did stand up in the ocean, you know, I'm halfway in the ocean doing jokes. So it's like, you know, it feels good. Plus, once I started doing the outside stuff, I realized that a lot of people just, you know, just don't have the nerve to try that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like you can bash it or like, you know, think it's a novelty. But it's like, you know, there's there's no more honest, you know, review of comedy than just some guy walking by on the street. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like you, you really got to try yeah. that much harder to, you know. Yeah. It's like focus. you
2: actually you actually affect people as they're just walking by. You know? so <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: yeah it's yeah it's yeah it's like a punk comedy act, yeah, it's a different punk.
1: setting. It's not a comic club. you have people there, but they're they're going about their own lives and wondering yeah. what you're doing, and then either way, you're getting feedback instantaneously so uh, any yeah. any brushes any brushes with with the authorities yet or you you kind of like kind of wouldn't mind that, mm-hmm. or what do you think?
0: The only brush with anyone I had was a street preacher when I was Jesus, okay, and that was really exciting they they got really mad at me. Tell me you, you know, got this, that on video. Yeah, yeah, I got that oh, on video. That's great. in the special, and uh, it, you know he's preaching through a mega a megaphone, and I walk up to him and I say, uh, "I heard you were talking about my dad," <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately, you know, it just goes off the rails. Oh boy. that me. is
2: hilarious. That's comedy. <laughs> it is. Well, that's comedy. comedy right there, man.
0: <laughs> uh, and they got them to listen to me at a certain point because I'm like, you guys are just yelling at people. I'm like, you think that's effective? You're like messing people's days up. So, you know, they understood that a little bit. But, you know, they still didn't have any respect for what I was doing.
2: I think you should you should dress up like a dog and go into a uh, an animal shelter. <laughs> I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. Oh. <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that idea, like be an animal. Do you stand up as an animal? That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, maybe I'm Yeah, I'm a dog on all fours, and somebody has a leash around my neck. They're like walking me around. Yes. Like yeah. a hot chick. Well, yeah. M-
2: Mr. Jacobs, I think it's time for us to talk about this story that was in the news. I going to read a, a little brief description of it. You probably already know everything about
0: it. <laughs> Okay, here. Let me put yeah, this, this back a- in the freezer real quick. I ha- oh, go ahead. I,
2: ha- I held this story from the news, uh, from our news uh, stories, because I wanted to share it. Because I pulled this as a, as a, in honor of John Jacobs, because he is such a huge fan, a dedicated yeah. fan. And this has to do with you may have already heard about it. Vin Diesel asked yeah. Dwayne Johnson to come back to Fast and Furious franchise. He says Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny.
0: Nice. So that's, that's an inspirational uh, message.
2: So this was all after um, everything that went down in, what, 2016? There was a fallout because uh, yeah, yeah. they had different ways of working, basically, is what it came down to. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, you know it, it showed itself in production. And uh, The Rock decided to step out of the franchise. He's, he made that announcement that he wasn't going to come back. Yeah, but uh Vin Diesel went on Instagram. Now this could be read in several different ways. Sure. You know, it was like, you know, did you read the whole thing?
0: I didn't read it at all.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to read some of this for you. Yeah, please. So Vin Diesel took to Instagram on Sunday to ask Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson to bury their feud and return the Fast & Furious franchise. The two actors fell out back in 2016. He wrote, my little brother, Dwayne, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes. But that time has come. Legacy awaits. Wow. He continued. He said, I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. Referring to Paul. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, Pablo. <laughs> Pablo, I swore oh, that we would we would uh, reach and manifest the best fast in the final that is 10. Nice. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. It goes on from there. But wow. uh but yeah, so uh what do you think the angle? I mean, there's several ways you could take
0: this. Well, first off, I love that he opened by calling him my little brother. I know. <laughs> How are you gonna with a jab at him and then ask him to be back in the movie yeah i don't know how i feel about it because i noticed he was gone from fast nine and you know i I did think it was rude of him to kind of take over production the way he did but after not having him in the movies i I do want him back i think it would be nice to get the rock back in there
2: he made an impact. That's a, I mean, that's why they brought him in yeah. in the first place, was to make yeah. the impact. So, I mean, it was a, you know, you got to keep it in perspective. Like, this is Vin Diesel's baby. You know, he brought this thing to life. Yeah. And, and uh, he was smart enough. And these are like, these are basically two alpha males.
0: Yes. You know? and they're both
2: flexing and nobody wants to, you know, but now they're both kind of like coming to the middle. But that's, yeah. he brought, he was smart enough to let them bring in, the rock yeah. to make this even a bigger franchise. Now it's it's huge.
0: Oh it's yeah. Huge yeah, it definitely blew up even more. I mean, yeah, those movies make like a billion dollars every time. It's crazy. Do you think he's gonna come back? Um, I hope so. I mean, I I think he would, even if it's just for a small part, I think it would be great to see him come back. Just because I mean, yeah, he was such a huge character. He came in at five. So, you know, if he could come in at 10, that would be a nice bit of movies he did. Well, you know, with
2: this, I I, I got to say, man, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but Vin Diesel putting this out like this, it was actually yeah. brilliant. Because yeah. no matter what, everybody's going to want to know what yeah. happens in that final two. Is he going to show up? Are they yeah, keeping that's it a smart move. If they don't yeah, announce maybe- it, are they keeping it quiet?
0: Yeah, to make it public is a really smart idea. Yeah, you know, kind of push him into it. Let everybody see that he's. Well, he, to get well a even band if band.
2: he doesn't respond, even better because you don't know. Yeah. Like, no, nothing's been said. Production's yeah. underway. Right. You know, we don't yeah. know if yeah. he'll show up.
1: I'm, I'm picturing something like, like at the very end of the movie, all of a sudden, he's there. That's that's, that's and then post credits. That's it. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Post credits.
1: Because I, I know, I bet point. you, I bet you Tampa's Dave Batista, another former wrestler oh, yeah. who's got the same look and build and everything. I bet he's going, I, I think maybe I could be The Rock's cousin <laughs> coming and doing this shit. Because he, he has a successful acting career, yeah. same kind of build, yeah. same muscles, tattoos, yeah. shaved yeah. head. I'm just, yeah. he's probably like, hey, man, I could do this for you.
0: Oh, yeah, man. it is pretty cool that there's so many wrestlers in Tampa.
1: Love it yeah. I love that Yeah, I love, I love that for sure Yeah Really yeah. good Good cats too They're all good The female wrestlers The male wrestlers They're all They're just good yeah. people Everybody's really good Yeah
2: Yeah I remember back in the day I mean this has been This has always been a hot spot From mm-hmm. the beginning you yep. know? Yeah A lot of wrestlers Have always trained here and, Yep Yeah know, Hogan was coming out of here And all that oh, stuff yeah. So yeah. It's like crazy
1: Big time yeah, Mecca, man. Well hey man
2: Before Before we, before we uh, Let you go And die in your deathbed
0: Do you <laughs> i know this this is it this is my last public appearance
2: well where where can people see uh, jesus talks is it out that's so- on my youtube is it on, okay and which yeah is- all,
0: all these specials and stuff are on my youtube I'll i have like up, 700 okay. videos on youtube it's i'm gonna crazy. put a link
2: in the description for uh yeah please for john That'd yeah he's cool. got he's got a ton of stuff on there it, I, I promise you, you're going to be entertained for a while. Okay. Yeah, if well, what, just, yeah,
0: if you just watch some, shit, some stuff, you're going to enjoy it.
2: Well, what's next for you, man? What's coming up?
0: Um, You know, I have these ideas for, you know, the more uh, risky public stand-up things, like the one on the back of the truck. So, yeah, I've got some more, like, stunt comedy ideas that I want to do. Because, yeah, again, it's like nobody else has ever done this. So I want to be the guy who like does something with stand-up that other people never tried.
2: Yeah, man. I think you're on your way. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: Thanks, that's cool. man. I like
2: it. I hope you feel better, brother.
0: Thank you, dude. I'm, this is bad. Well, look, yo, look if Jesus
2: yeah. can do it in three days, we expect you to be well by <laughs> yeah. the
1: end. I'm going to say if you, if you croak, you'll just resurrect. It's all good. I feel good about it. Uh-huh. So, exactly. well, anyway, seriously, get better and everything. We want people to flood your YouTube channel, John Jacobs, and uh, all your upcoming shows and stuff are going to be there. We want people to get you out and support you here in the Tampa Bay area and beyond around the world and around the country. So uh, keep doing what you're oh, doing, yeah, John. Man.
0: Thank you so much. Bye, Pat bye Tony. Bye. Love Thank you guys. You. Have a good rest of the day. You see too. You,
1: see you. We'll see you later. I love that guy, man. I hope you enjoyed that with John Jacobs here. Again, he's a Tampa Bay area comedian. Hopefully he'll be out and about and doing his stuff. He was feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, We got some great (laughs) pictures. He's got ice cold compresses on his head. I I love it when he's just talking. He's just playing with his hair. It's almost seductive. I I don't even know what the hell he's saying. I'm like, his hair is so majestic and ambrosial, if I can say that.
2: It's very much like a lion. It really is.
1: He's a sick little lion. And just some of the stuff that he does, go check him out on all of his... uh, his uh, Instagram. That's his, his big thing. He puts his uh, videos on. He's so all right, talented. Yeah,
2: the YouTube channel. We'll have the links. Well, we'll put the links on there so you could uh, follow him and uh, catch up with all his videos.
1: Very cool. And I think we also have time right now for, I want to move forward here, Tony. What do we got? We have time. I got to do it. It's another installment of Where They At. Where They At! Where They At is something I do, what we like to do, we just like to plug uh, comedians, not just here in our Tampa Bay or our Florida area, but then also places around the country. So if you know uh, comedians in your area, feel free to comment, uh, or you can also leave us a voicemail. Comedy clubs out there, let me know. We'll talk about it, and we'll get people going, and uh, I just love talking about different clubs uh, yeah, around the If area. you
2: got independent shows, you know, uh, put yes. it in the comments and uh, let us know. Drop us a voicemail.
1: Exactly. I'm going to start off real quick with uh, a local show here that uh, that uh, we're doing uh, this coming uh, Saturday at B4 Brady's in Parrish, Florida. That's the uh, Sarasota Bradenton area. This is going to be Saturday, November 13th, 4 and a 7 o'clock show. Uh, my man, Dan Gerlach, he's the host, but he's also created the uh, Gulf Coast Comedy Network in that part of town. and It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Darcy Greco is going to be doing some time up there. Great, uh, great comedian. Uh, I'm going to be... Um, uh, uh, going up before our headliner, which is the winner of ABC's America's Funniest Teacher, Mike Rivera. So that's going to be this coming Saturday. Oh, Mike,
2: Mike's funny. Love yeah. Mike. We we got to get him in here. Right? But that's on a school day.
1: Yeah, and he'll want to do because he loves podcasts. He wants to talk about the Rays and talk baseball. We'll, we'll talk sports. We'll talk comedy. We'll have He's to bring a,
2: him in like yeah. an off hour or something. Yeah, I know.
1: He's pulling his hair out with the kids with, with school <laughs> right now. Uh, all right, here we got some big ones coming to town here, man, for the Tampa Bay area. Larry the Cable Guy, my boy, yeah. is uh, going to be performing at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino uh, today, Thursday, November 11th. Two shows, so get ready for that. Uh, and then also Eric Griffin is at Side Splitters. Uh, this is going to be the 11th and the 12th. And then your buddy, Corey. Holcomb is at the Tampa Improv this weekend. Uh, Let me do a few more of the local varieties, and then we'll uh, spread ourselves around the country. We have um, also in the Tampa Bay area uh, Scott Novotny is at Snapper's Grill <laughs> and uh, Comedy Club. This is going to be uh, Friday and Saturday, November 12th and 13th. Two shows each, and featuring is Lauren Default in the St. Pete area. Uh, Mike Paramore is at uh, McCurdy's Comedy Theater uh, tonight through the 13th. That's in Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. Shout out to Les McCurdy. It's one of your favorite places right Les there. Les
2: McCurdy, yeah. He's been around for a while,
1: man. Long time. Long yeah. time, man. And, and he's, he's, he's the big thing down there in Sarasota. I love yeah, that place.
2: He brings a lot of good people, a lot of good good comics he does there, right? and,
1: and that's what we love seeing and does stuff for the local scene too so yeah. shout out to uh to less and then ari shafir is at the orlando improv the 12th and <laughs> the 13th another great place out there ari uh uh created um uh this can't be happening on uh, comedy central Yeah, the stories um, and then also i didn't know this and i forgot the name of his his last netflix special he was he was Emmy, or I'm sorry, Grammy nominated for that. I believe was? he won, and then it was taken away from him because wow. they found out how filthy the special was. Wait. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God. How did you do that? They took it away because then they said, oh, well, this doesn't go up to the standards that we have for the Grammys. And I'm thinking. Well, how did
2: he win it if they, if I mean, didn't they, like, uh, isn't there like a, a, a process?
1: Well, I guess the process and... is they, they didn't probably do their research. You could, you could look this up, it, it, and it, it, they said that, so he won. They then rescinded that and said, yeah, we didn't realize it was this dirty because we're in the music business, <laughs> and none of our artists screw little kids or take Coke or anything like that, so we don't have that kind of standard, but we don't like what you're saying, Arby Shafir.
2: That's crazy. That's bullshit wow. is what that is. So, I thought you had to do some I mean I thought you had to do something like really like uh like commit a crime for something to that happen yeah they just, They're just t- like ah you know what yeah you're too dirty you're too dirty <laughs> you did too many Jewish <laughs> jokes
1: even though you're Jewish so that's uh, that's t- anti-semitic t- on their part can't
2: talk about yourself
1: bullshit is what it is i I think <laughs> it's true that it was on the improv um uh, uh, bio thing. I could be wrong. Oh, and boy. if I am wrong, it's still a great story. So let's do it. Uh, Boston. Hey, Boston. How about them Red Sox? You had a good season, man. My man, shout out Mike McCarthy, a great Boston area uh, comedian. McCarthy, uh, Love him, man.
2: Barbarian comedy. He
1: is. He's the best. He was just down here at the Laugh Inn doing some shows. Um, so John Ryman is going to be Friday and Saturday at uh, Nick's Comedy Stop. Uh, uh, the Hilarious Columbian Americans are going to be uh, Friday, November 12th. Uh, and also. Um, Uh, Fahim Anwar, I hope I said that right, Friday and Saturday, that's also going to be up in that uh, club right there. Chris Fleming, uh, tomorrow night the 12th, is at the uh, Wilbur Theater. And also Ronnie Chang is there on the 13th. Ronnie uh, had his own special on Netflix, I want to say maybe in 2018 or something like that, 18 or 19. He's also um, one of the reporters on uh, Comedy Central's uh, The Daily Show. Okay. So we got that going on. And then New York City, you know, we're not gonna forget you. I'm gonna be controversial real quick. I had I had a bunch of clubs I was oh gonna put boy. down. Actually it was one club with different locations, and then I read the red banner on top of their website and it said you must show proof of vaccination. And I said, You can go fuck yourself. I'm not gonna talk oh, about your wow. club. Wow. Oh my god. I'm goodness. not anti vax. I'm not you go do what you gotta do to make you healthy. You just shut them down. I just well that's what America's all about. <laughs>
2: I'm not anti-vax. Don't go to
1: this place. I'm just what pro communist No, I was just going to say you make your own decisions. <laughs> but if you're going to brazenly put down, we need to see your card, uh, I'm not going to show you a card because I'm not even going to show up to your stupid club on the east side in Midtown. And you know who <laughs> you are. All right, uh, let's do this. Over... Show
2: times are eight o'clock. Today. <laughs> the show times,
1: or go fuck yourself. How about oh that? Oh my god! I'm sorry. got so... I get the venom out, Tony? If I don't get it out, you know what happens. <laughs> All right, let's go up north to Buffalo, New York. We're going to do uh, tonight, uh, November 11th. Josh Feierstein, or Firestein. I'm sorry, it's a special event along with uh, Jared Freed. And um, actually, we can cut that out because I forgot uh, the uh, uh, the comedy club they're at. No, hang on. I do have the comedy club that they're at. It's at, um, hang on, oh, uh, Josh Firestein or Firestein and Jared Freed. Let's see. Oh, you know, I think it is. I think it's the Helium Clubs in Boston. Or oh, in, uh, okay. in Buffalo. Okay,
2: yeah, that's, that makes I makes
1: got, I, got I got a Philly club here, uh, the Helium Comedy Club in Philly. Uh, we got shows tomorrow night for uh, uh, Matt uh, Alano, uh, Martin, and uh, uh, Ramin Mustaf- Mustafi. Uh, and those are live taping, so I guess they're going to be either going on for just uh, for reels okay, or cool. for shows.
2: Yeah, or maybe yeah, maybe they're doing a, a special like Comedy Central type thing. Or
1: and that would be cool if that's the case. I should get his name right. Uh, Ramin Mustafahi. Whew, that's a tough one, but I hope yeah. he does get his uh, a Comedy Central special. Also, yeah, they
2: learn how to pronounce his name. Too. Dude, it's, it's brutal. They can't let you do it. No, it looks like an <laughs> eye chart. Look at that
1: name right there. My glaucoma's kicking in. And then Saturday the 13th, uh, John Doerr and uh, Brent Gill are also going to be there at the Helium uh, Comedy Club in Philly. And that's where they at. All right now guys, we want to do the question of the day Tony was nice enough to, uh, to orchestrate this for us. and this is a good one. Uh, he says uh, or asks, what is your favorite comedy film franchise? And who is your favorite character? Once again, what is your favorite comedy film franchise? And who is your favorite character?
2: Yes, leave us a comment or a voicemail, and we will read it or play it on the show. And we next week, and we will reveal our own favorite comedy film franchise and favorite character. Do you already have somebody in mind? I
1: got two. All right, already? All right
2: Hold on to them.
1: Okay, I, can't, on, I do. To them. I'm surprised they came that quickly, but I got two in mind. Sure. One is technically, I think, only two. Movies, does that count still? Is
2: that- uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know what? We're going to count it.
1: Okay. We
2: can count it. Because
1: if I say it, like next week, you'd be like, oh, okay, it's it's kind of popular, so it may count. All right, so we'll look yeah, into we'll that. Yeah, count, so. um, count it. We're going to count it. And real quick, another shout-out to uh, Julie drells Hagen from Century 21 here in Clearwater, Florida. Thank you so much. You can reach her for all your real estate needs, 727-902-9233. Hell, even if you're out of state, just call her. She's pretty. Get drunk. Give her a shout. Uh, FloridaBeachBusiness.com is her yeah, website.
2: FloridaBeachBusiness.com. That's and a great name for a website. So. It is,
1: especially here in Florida. Yeah. And there's and, a lot uh, of beaches.
2: There's a lot of business.
1: That's right. We have the most uh, the most beachside or, uh, what is it, uh, uh, oceanfront and waterfront front property coastline, uh, I think next to, uh, I want to say Alaska. Wow. We have a lot going on here in Florida.
2: And we have a lot of strip clubs.
1: Oh man, we have the most, uh, definitely Tampa Bay area, most in the country, just by per capita. How about that? So, it's a, how about that? I love titties. Dude, I'm telling you. Some of my good friends are stri- I don't call them strippers. I call them dancers, and they're also athletes. They're amazing core strength. Man, do they. Uh, and, oh, real quick, shout out to the whiskey where I do the comic strip, the whiskey in Seminole, Florida. Um, also, uh, podcast platforms. Let me just say where we're at here. Uh, obviously, the big one, uh, Spotify. Thank you so much. You can get it on Spotify. Uh, Anchor, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Uh, uh, cast box and of course you can look us up on youtube please subscribe uh, leave us comments all that good stuff yeah, like that
2: on the youtube channel that that's where we, we post our little promo videos as well and uh things like that like behind the scenes videos so so yeah get on that subscribe to that as soon as you can and uh, that would make us really happy and like and comment and share and that kind of stuff and tell your friends
1: that, that's it if you have friends
2: if you have friends. If not, yeah, you know, fuck them. That's right. <laughs> <Fuck> them, <man. laughs>
1: I think that covers it, man. So, oh, we're getting the light again. we got to wrap it up, man. we got to get the light. For Tony God, my name is Pat Largo. Thank you guys for listening and watching to the Comedians Uncorked podcast. Laugh, you deserve it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>